So, yeah, certainly some of these delays become more and more unacceptable, especially as the deadline for the Commission's work nears ever so close. Uh, they expect it to uh, be done, of course, by the end of March. Well, let's get straight into our thinking point for today. Um, the Commission, well, this is the com- Competition Commission, is now looking into the issue of school uniforms, and they're calling on parents to come forward if they suspect schools of directing them to buy clothing uniforms only at certain retailers. The Commission has been uh, doing work on this issue since 2017. Tembikosi Bonakele is a commissioner at the Competition Commission. Good morning and thank you so much for your time, Mr. Bonakele. Kathy, and uh, thank you for, for inviting us and good morning to your listeners as well. This practice by schools has become somewhat entrenched in certain schools. In fact, um, it's, you know, it's one of the things that schools seem to pride themselves on. They'll give you a letter with a list of retailers where you can go um, to buy your school uniform that they feel meets the standard of uh, the school. Is it wrong for them to be doing that? Uh, Kathy, uh, not necessarily. Uh, what we're saying is that uh, the, the parents must be given a choice. In fact, this choice is inherent uh, for any uh, uh, consumer or buyer of um, uh, goods or products, that uh, you should not be constrained by some kind of artificial means. Uh, so in other words, uh, let's, let's allow uh, the market to function normally and not constrain it with cons- uh, exclusive agreements. Uh, so you find that schools entered into agreements with particular retailers or suppliers of school uniform. Uh, and these agreements were uh, over a very long period of time. Some schools, for example, with, where I spoke to one of the principals who said he himself was a, was a scholar there uh, more than 30 years ago. Uh, and he never saw anything wrong with the supplier that they were using. Uh, uh, And he just thought that this was just a a natural thing that Mm. the school would use, that Mm. supplier. So that's what we are against. We're not saying that they may not recommend that, uh, you know, there's two, three, four, five suppliers of school uniform uh, that they can give parents uh, such an advice. But if you want a white shirt, as an example, please don't tell parents to only buy a white shirt from a particular supplier. They must be able to buy from anywhere. But if you have a tunic, maybe that is especially made, at least try and prescribe a standard for that tunic that can be met by a couple of or many suppliers, and you should not constrain suppliers from making that tunic. Uh, however, are different it may be from other schools uh, units so this is an example of what uh, what mm. what what we're trying to resolve is to really empower parents with choice we have found Kathy, as an example that uh, a blazer that uh, is prescribed by a school mm. with all the symbols of the school mm. uh, can cost uh, as much as 200 percent uh, more than a plain blazer. So if you're mm. looking for a plain, let's just say a navy blazer, 
the difference between what you can get in a regular store and what you get in a specialist store uh, can really be quite uh, quite different. And that's yeah. a function of how the school has prescribed that uniform. So we, that, that circular we've issued contains advice on how you can you can do this uh, properly without compromising uh, the symbols that schools could be proud of, but mm. also sensitive to the costs that uh, you're subjecting parents to. Of course, the, the issue of school emblems is often the one that causes these complications, right? That's why you wouldn't be able to just go into any store to buy a tunic, um, even though it may be the same color and same cut. The, the fact that it doesn't have the emblem automatically means that it is not suitable uh, for a particular school, especially if the, the tunic or the blazer has to have that that emblem. And and so when it comes then to the prescriptions around that, how are you going to manage that? Because schools often say, "Our we trust retailer one and two, and often it, it doesn't even go beyond that, to produce the best blazers and tunics for us. And even though parents are being given a choice, we all know that... Um, it's not really much of a choice because uh, beyond those two suppliers, you don't really have any other options. Yes, uh, that is uh, uh, correct. I mean, these uh, uh, emblems are part of the symbols that the schools are very proud of uh, in, in, in South Africa. And we were quite sensitive to that. So in other words, we were not saying abolish uh, some of these uh, uh, practices and culture of uh, uh, schools. Uh, but uh, the issue is really whether you are giving parents, uh, as you say, a realistic uh, choice. Uh, and there are many factors that would uh, uh, play into this. Uh, one of them is uh, how that uh, uh, emblem is attached to to the items. So what we've said, first and foremost, uh, be as generic as possible. So in other words, there are items where you don't need that emblem. So things like socks uh, 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 and so on, be as generic as possible to those so that at least the items that would then uh, require uh, 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 the emblem are few. Uh, and even with those few items that you may want an emblem attached, uh, be sensible about it because uh, sometimes, you know, you, you can make it in such a way that it's so complicated that only a few suppliers would want to invest in manufacturing such, uh, which leads to what you're talking about, that you may end up having one or two people who are really supplying this. Mm. But if you try also the, the, how the emblem itself is designed and attached, if you can try and make that to be reasonably uh, kind of uh, less expensive to do for manufacturers, uh, that would also enhance uh, uh, some participation in that market so that you can have prices that are, are, are competitive. So what we're calling for, if you listen to me carefully, is really a sensible approach. We, we expect that the school governing bodies, uh, the school principals and management uh, would be sensible about about this and strike a balance between distinguishing their school and kind of uh, preserving a particular uh, culture of that school against the cost 
of doing that. And we think that there could be a sensible balance strike there. All right. Timbinko Sibonakele is the commissioner at the Competition Commission. It's just after 9.30. Nandika Biokas has your latest headlines.